Good morning, good morning. Let me take this thing off. Good morning and welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. My name is Reverend Jason Warren Griffiths. I'm really glad you're here. It's February 13th, 2022 for those listening on the podcast and for those of us like me that usually don't know what day it is. Um, uh, I got a couple announcements and uh, actually just uh, it was a rough weekend for your pastor Jason um, headed up to LA to go to a memorial service to a former boss of mine Foster Shannon I'll talk about him when we're praying over the cans um but while I was at the funeral, one of my other, uh, I got a text from one of my other older bosses, actually Laura Sook, who brought me back to California in order for me to receive this call. I probably wouldn't have received this call if I wasn't in this area. Um, and her, her wingman, uh, wing woman, Emily Schilling, went to be with the Lord on Friday. And uh, she's like a, she's just an amazing woman of God. And they, it was rough. It's been rough. And so I was waking up this morning just uh, grieving from Foster Shannon, grieving from Emily Schilling. Um, and then this kid I discipled for like uh, 10 years over at Newport Harbor. Now he's, I think he's a football coach there, Oscar Constance. He was on a trip in Mexico, and he is uh, in the ICU in Mexico with a major head trauma. So just hit after hit this morning and uh, but that's this place right that's the kingdom of God on earth that's when Jesus is your king we got we got waiting for the triumphant king to return well he when he, the spirit will wipe away all the tears and then we also have the joys of being together and I'll be preaching about that um, so, let's, I don't know if that's an announcement. It's not really an announcement. Sorry for the downer, but the, just be praying um, for the Schilling family and uh, for the Constances. Malia was a, uh, a bridesmaid in their wedding, um, and it was the day, it was the night before. We, we left that wedding and drove to Jersey and moved to Jersey. So it's seared in my mind as a, I don't know. So I'm going to be a little all over the place. Malia's like, seriously, stop talking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's a couple real announcements. Uh, March 2nd, Ash Wednesday. That's two weeks away. We're going to be doing two services and having an open time where you can... Um, we'll do the imposition, uh, imposition of ashes. So we'll have a service at 1230, and that'll be the, the full-blown one with Cornell on the organ, and it'll be a brief but amazing service, a little organ music, a little homily from me, and Sharon and I uh, putting ashes, and then it'll be open. And so if you're around the area and you want ashes on, um, I'll be in this room. What? Or to pray, yeah. Yeah, that's, and we'll probably have some music playing. Um, and then it six, there'll be another quick service of um, 
a little bit of music. I'll say probably the same similar homily, and and that'll be the, like the bookend of the open Ash Wednesday time. And then you might have seen in the Covenant Call, March 4th, which happens to be the only date of the year that is a sentence and a command. March 4th. We're marching forth. And we're combining, we're combining forces with Casa del Fuero. They do a Thursday night Bible study. We've asked them for Lent to move that to Friday night. We're going to break bread together with our Hispanics, brothers and sisters. And then we're going to worship together in Spanish and in English. And then we're going to split off. And Pastor Hector and Pastor Delilah are going to lead a Bible study on Galatians. And Malia and I will be leading a family Bible study on Galatians. She's, do you know that? Okay, good. <laughs> That's from 6 to 8. That's from 6 to 8 p.m. And then um, Amy, our teammate, is out this morning. She's, she's got a cold. She's been COVID testing, and she keeps coming up. She doesn't have COVID, but she's sick. So uh, I'm going to pray for her real quick. God, I just thank you for loving us. I thank you for this beautiful morning. I thank you for the life and ministry of Emily. And uh, I pray that you wrap your loving arms around Oscar right now and be his refuge. Uh, We lift up our sister Amy. I pray that you would heal, O great physician. uh, And be with us this morning. May the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing to you today. And all God's people said, all right, please stand. Our call to worship comes from Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3, and I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. You got an announcement, Cordell? How about you give an announcement, because I'd like to call the worship and then worship, so that's okay. This is strictly for the choir. Uh, based on the, the present realities, uh, the choir board has decided uh, these past two days that the choir will uh, resume activity. And that means uh, I would like to see all choristers in the sanctuary on Wednesday night at 7.30. And then the plan is for us to able to sing on Sunday next Sunday. Hip hip. Hip hip. Hip hip. Right? Okay, that's some gospel news. That's some good news that we needed right now. Here's Psalm 1, 1 through 3 in the Passion Translation. What delight comes to the one who knows God's ways? He or she won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. His passion is to remain true to the word of I am, meditating day and night on the true revelation of light. 
He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of life. They are never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Let's worship the Lord. God's amazing love is this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Because we have faith in him, we dare to approach God, the throne of God, with confidence. Pray with me. Merciful God, in your gracious presence, we confess our sin and the sin of this world. Although Christ is among us as our peace, we are a people divided among ourselves. As we cling to the values of a broken world, the profits and pleasures we pursue lay waste the land and pollute the seas. The fears and jealousies that we harbor set neighbor against neighbor and nation against nation. We abuse your good gifts of imagination and freedom, of intellect and reason, and have turned them into bonds of oppression. Lord, have mercy upon us. 
heal and forgive us. Set us free to serve you in the world as agents of your reconciling love in Jesus Christ. Amen. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life has gone. A new life has begun. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. Thanks be to God. Amen. Please be seated. Yeah, go ahead, start. So the scripture says this. You can summarize the law and the prophets, meaning everything that was and everything that came to be, by this statement. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. So we're going to sing about that. I know you know this song. So let's really lift our voices with that full understanding of what we're saying. Here we go. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Again. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now we'll divide that up. With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. With all your strength, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now I will serve. I will serve the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength. Again, I will serve. I will serve the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength. With all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. I will serve. I will serve the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength. Repeat after me. I will love you. Your turn. I will love you. I will praise you. I will praise you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will trust. 
With all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. Say that again. With all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. I will love you, Lord, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength again. I will love you, Lord, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength. One more time together. Here we go. I will love you, Lord, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength. Everyone invite Jason to the stage. Jason. In that same vein, like... um, Part of my job as a pastor is to point out where we are different as kingdom people than everyone else. You know, like uh, the difference that loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind looks like. And at first, I used to, I used to think this PCUSA Super Bowl thing was kind of corny. <laughs> you know, soup or bowl, get it? You know, uh, but I think this is a, a stark contrast um, to what the world is is proclaiming, you know, it's four billion dollars or something a second for commercials. <laughs> and uh, I was reminded yesterday at Foster Shannon. Foster Shannon started ministry in 1957. The the guy was at his memorial service, and um, heroes look different, right, amongst us as kingdom people. Foster Shannon's an absolute hero. Um, you, for bringing these cans and having the least and the lost on your minds today are heroes. And the, would you just put your arms out like this and just point them towards these soup cans and all this food and just pause for a second and you guys give and give and give and this is just awesome but let me pray over this god i just thank you in the name of the father son and the holy spirit and i i pray that each each bite that is taken from the cans and the food in this cart and on this stage nourishes restores and refills with the sole purpose that everyone who's eating of this would truly be brought to the, the, the knowledge that you sustain. And all God's people said, and children and students are now dismissed.
wrote the story of his love for everyone. He has filled our hearts with wonder so that we always remember you and I are made to worship, you and I are called to love, you and I are forgiven and free, you and I embrace surrender, you and I choose from God that we receive, brought to life, we open up our eyes to see the majesty and glory of the King. He has filled our hearts with wonder, so that we always remember the Westminster Shorter Catechism, right? Why are we made? Why are we made? Pop quiz. You didn't, everybody's looking at me like, why is he asking me questions? I'm here to just sit here. <laughs> why are we made? That's the, 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 all the catechisms, all the creeds were all formed around questions because the church was under major attack. The Apostles' Creed, what do you believe? I believe in God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. Westminster Shorter Catechism. Why was why are human beings why do human beings exist to worship and enjoy Him forever? For worship and enjoy God forever, and that's what that song's about. Anyway, we're on James, and we're finishing up James, and uh, it's 
I don't know about you, but I, I, he is so practical. I don't, I, over this past week, I kept thinking, I kept, as I was saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I was referring back to, you know, like, he calls us, no, pause for a second and say, if the Lord wills, let's do this or do that. So pragmatic. And, like, I, I'll remind you one last time, it's like a cross between Sermon on the Mount and Proverbs. It's very Hebrew. It's also very Christocentric. And it's also, um, his name is the Greek version. James is the Greek version of the Hebrew. Jacob, wrestler with God. You know, grab God by the ankles. Like, he's in our faces, and he's encouraging and challenging in the same breath, but both boldly. Um, That's enough intro. Is everybody all right? James 5, I'm going to start in verse 7 and end with 12. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient he is for the autumn and the spring rains. You too, be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen that the Lord finally brought up what what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion. The Lord is full of compassion. The Lord is full of mercy. Above all, brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by any, anything else, that your yes be yes and your no be no, or you will be condemned. This is the word of the Lord. He kicks it off, and it's all throughout. Brothers, brothers and sisters, I keep getting surprised, right? He's called us beloved, and he's called us now family. Look to your right and look to your left. That's about right, right? (laughs) Families, it's a mess, you know, not to put everybody down, but I'm included in that, you know? We're not much, but we're all each other have. Right? As family. You're like, this is first family, theologians call the church. And instead of the same blood, we have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead inside of us, binding us together. And that's kind of a thread that kind of it went through all James's epistle. We, there's a unity. We're family. And then he calls us, be patient. Be patient like the farmer. Have you known any farmers? Have you, are you descendants of farmers? 
What are they dependent on? Rain, the seasons. They're utterly dependent on the rain. They're utterly dependent on the seasons. If it does, I, we have Lynn Redman. He's a part of our Wednesday night uh, daytimers Bible study, and he has a garden over in Costa Mesa, one of those like shared garden locations. And he every week he checks in about how the, everything's going. He grows peppers and stuff like that, and he, there's crickets, and you know he's fighting all these things, and all these things to try your patience, you know. I'm not much of a gardener. Is anybody in here a gardener or a farmer kind of type? Yeah, we got a couple. My wife knows what, what I, I can't even tell you what the difference between a weed and a flower is. You know, like I, I look at that and that's pretty. Oh, no, that's a weed. That's going to kill everything. Oh, okay, we'll pray against that. Anyway, he's calling us brothers and sisters to patiently wait for Jesus to come back. And it's timely, right? I just experienced a bunch of pain yesterday and today. It's spilling over. And the call is fresh. You know, it feels like an open wound. And James is saying, seriously, Jason, seriously, brothers and sisters of PCC, this pain's going to end. Be patient, be dependent. Keep your eyes up. He says, not only that, stand firm. Stand firm. You ever been in a hurricane? I was. I was in Hurricane Gloria. And my mom was freaked out. My dad was freaked out. Guess what I was? Excited. <laughs> huh? I gotcha. I, it took me like a half hour to talk my mom to let me go outside. But I go out there, and I remember going like this. And we had a, it was a concrete driveway. And I was going like this. I was, I was standing and leaning into the wind. It was like, I don't know how fast the wind's. It hadn't fully hit yet. It was, it was just the beginnings of it, but they were going pretty quick. And I was a light guy. This is before I discovered donuts. And so I'm, I'm standing like this, and even I had like track shoes on. With the, even with the grip, I was mo- being moved by the wind. And when James is calling us to stand firm, this is what it's like. And he uses two things as a reference. Like what? what a, how are we supposed to stand firm? He says, first, remember the prophets. Draw strength from Job. That guy got punched in the face by Satan. He had his family stripped away. He had his body covered in boils. Everybody that he loved had died. Remember his perseverance. What else? Remember you remember trees. Root down. Root down into God. Is there anything more practical than that? How do we root down? It's simple. 
Stop. Stop. Whatever you're doing, stop. Open up this book. And if this isn't near you, start talking and listening to God who made you. There's no right or wrong way to do it. But James is, he's got this, he's, this is absolutely essential for us waiting. This is, there's no way. We're going to get blown around by the hurricanes of life unless we root down, unless we remember the prophets. And then he says, don't you dare grumble against one another. Don't you dare take your pain that's hitting you and turn it on your brother and sister to your right and left. Because this is essential. This is essential for perseverance. The person to your right and the person to your left, if you make them angry and they let you go, you're in a bad spot. And vice versa. I've mentioned this a billion times. My, my buddy down in San Clemente, oh, now he's all over the place. He's not in San Clemente, but he says, it, he wrote his dissertation on, it takes a church to raise a Christian. And the more I walk with Jesus, the more I absolutely believe that title to be true. I cannot do this. Emily, going away, that pain alone will crush me. Oscar, A kid that I've spent time with praying, and I've had so many conversations with that dude, and him being in the dark, dark valley, crush me. I need you, and you need me. We need each other. And then he says, Don't make promises. Don't swear by heaven or, or by anything else. Don't make flamboyant statements of, like, I'm going to do this, and I swear on my grandmother's life. Don't say that stuff. Why? And he's calling back for last week's message. Don't be presumptive. Don't have the sin of presumptiveness dripping off of you. Hmm. How do we apply this? Well, we consider the farmer. We consider the farm, we patiently wait. Dependent. Dependent on who? God. We stand firm. How do we stand firm? We root down. We stop what we're doing, we remember what's important, and we root down into God, and we draw strength from brothers and sisters, the prophets who have gone before us and walked a much harder path. And don't grumble against one another.
and then you just squash your arrogance. Insert who's in charge message right here. I'm surprised I didn't start bawling this morning. May the words that I thought of and I said fall to the floor and be quickly forgotten. May the words said by the Holy Spirit through me this morning penetrate the hardest of hearts and change us forever. And all God's people said, Let's stand and worship near to the heart of God. I think I surprised Cornell with a short message. <laughs> so maybe we sing a cappella. Does anybody know this song? Okay, Susan White. Everybody follow Susan White. Ready? Okay, they were singing six or seven different songs. Did you know that that first hymnal, the church hated it? Did you know that? It's because they... The church always has a problem with everything, right? (laughs) That's reason number one. And number two is, that's not the way you sing that song. That's what people would say. They would open up the hymnal. That's not the right note. I'll come over there and hold it. This is what we're talking about. Here's some churching right here. Please be seated. And as we continue in worship, uh, for those of you at home listening to the podcast, please send your tithes and offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And for those of us here, please leave your tithes, offering, and gifts in the offering plate on your way out. This morning's tithes and offerings are now received.
be seated. In Psalm 95, we read, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us worship and bow down before the Lord, our maker. Pray with me. God of peace, we come before you giving thanks for the gift of this beautiful day and for the light and promise you offer to the world. You have taught us to pray for all kinds of people in all kinds of circumstances. So hear us as we exercise the priestly role with which you have entrusted us. On this weekend, where we are encouraged to love one another, we give thanks to you for the great love you showed us in giving your own Son, that we might have everlasting life through him. Empower us to reflect that love to all we meet. We pray for this church and its leadership. Guide, direct, and be with all who are making decisions for this congregation. Give them wisdom from above, we pray. Keep us always true to the Gospels, exercising our gifts for the common good. Gracious God, you sent Jesus Christ to break down walls that divide us. We pray for peace, for this planet is so filled with problems. Put down greed, pride, and anger, which turn nation against nation and people against people. We pray for the situation between Russia and the Ukraine, that diplomatic reasoning may diffuse the tensions. We ask for your guidance as the countries and the U.S. talk with one another. We pray, too, for relations with the country of Iran and their potential to make nuclear weapons. We pray for wise leadership and careful decision-making. We pray for peacemakers. As we watch major events such as the Olympic Games and the Super Bowl, we pray for sportsmanship that will be a good example to others, especially young people. We pray for fairness and camaraderie, and we pray that nations getting along with others may be reflected in the political world also. Jesus said, Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. To your tender care we commend all who are in sorrow, trouble, sickness, or want. Remembering especially those who are not worshiping with us as they usually do because of health concerns. We pray for all who long for your healing touch. Make the weak strong, the sick healthy, the broken whole, and use us as agents of your love. We ask for healing for Kay Deer and Patty Ernest as they go through chemo and other treatments to remove cancer from their bodies. 
We pray for Elizabeth Van Doren and Gil Keller, who are in rehab facilities, and ask that they can improve their health and mobility and be able to return home. We ask for a successful heart procedure for Jim Leahy this week, and we continue to pray for healing of body, mind, and spirit for Keith Coslin. We pray for all of those whose needs we carry in our hearts. We lift up those who are ill with COVID and other illnesses and ask you to bring them to full health. Empower us to help, to be your touch, your hands, your arms, your love, that all may know you are with them. Take us to places where people hurt and we can help. God of mercy, you have promised to hear what we ask in the name of Christ. Accept and fulfill our petitions, we pray, not as we ask in our ignorance, not as we deserve, but as you know and love us in Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now I invite you to stand for the singing of our final hymn, God Will Take Care of You.
Sean Moore's birthday yesterday. Everybody say happy birthday, just the words, happy birthday on three. One, two, three. It was actually uh, Erica Farless's yesterday, too, but uh, Jeff passed along in love. Don Beards was either yesterday or a couple days ago I saw on Facebook. Anybody know that? It wasn't in our calendar, I don't think. How is that not on our church? That guy's an anchor. What the heck? Okay. Um, he, you heard it here first. Choir's coming back next week. Does anybody remember that? Yes. I'm fired up. So if you're in the choir, show up on Wednesday at 7? 7.30. Excellent. For now, let's uh, receive the benediction. i got too many things in my hand. I'll, use, I'll hold up the Bible, though. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart, your mind, today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.